This is a podcast version of a radio show by K103 Gothenburg Student Radio. Find us at k103.sc. Due to copyright, the music is shortened. I'm Hannah. And I'm Yandri. And together with you, we try to describe the undescribable. Mm. Together with you, we're Universe, Universe Explained. explained. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so today's episode is us talking about the topic shame and guilt. By verbalizing something, we can let it out. And that open us up for vulnerability, showing ourselves from parts that maybe we're ashamed of. And when we do that, we are able to heal together. When someone opens up, it opens up the space for others to dare to do the same. Mm. And then we can support each other instead of tearing each other down, instead of putting those fake masks on. Authenticity. Exactly. So the day's intention is to let go of shame by verbalizing so guilt does not build up in in our bodies Mm. so that we can support each other to rise together. Most of us, we go around feeling a bit stressed, maybe angry, and carrying a lot of shame and guilt in our bodies, which makes us disconnect from others. So today's topic is kind of a dipping the toe into the shame and guilt that we all have upon us whether we are conditioned through society family church religion cultures or other stuff what does that mean that we have been conditioned well what does it mean to have been conditioned whether we like it or not since we're kids we're thought how to be or how to become how to behave how to act how to do so it's like since we get get born We get into this drag, we put on masks and costumes of how to be a good mom, how to be a good person, how to be, how is a bad person, how is like the role model in society. When we accept those things by acting that way, we create the script in ourselves of how, how to live. And this often contains a lot of shame and guilt that we get from the outside and we kind of plant it in ourselves and then that becomes this fertile seed growing in us and after a while no one needs to tell us don't do that don't do this because we have like our inner compass telling us that is wrong you should be ashamed of that Mm, so it it like stays from when people have told you and Mm -hmm. shamed you and put guilt on you exactly because i mean we're when we're born we're not shamed and guilt of anything we're just pure love and light Mm. and then everything around us shapes us both in good and bad ways Mm, definitely definitely Mm -hmm. so a lot about actually speaking your truth and speaking out those things that you are ashamed of Mm -hmm. it it's a help to release that from your body so just by verbalizing those things or kind of shining the light upon what is you know in the shadow Mm -hmm. then it's not in the shadow anymore and then you can release it Mm -hmm. and you will become so much happier and brighter and you will start to love yourself and not to blame yourself and by that restrict others and maybe also when we start sharing 
then it de-dramatizes our own shamed memories and pleasure points and whatever we feel guilty about in life, mm. whether it's a body part mm. or something you enjoy doing. Exactly. I mean, most of us, we, we think that we are the only ones with this history. Mm-hmm. We are the only ones that are ashamed of uh, something or has a resentment against any or a kind of body part or we think we have ugly voices or we're too fat or uh, we're too short or we behave in a bad way or everyone thinks we're mean or we should not belong here. And mm-hmm. we think that we are the only ones and we kind of see the picture perfect around us. Other people looking so nice and tidy and thinking they are perfect, but they also carry their guilt and their shame and things that they are afraid of. Mm-hmm. And instead of us showing that, most of us, we mask ourselves. And when we do that, we're so afraid of people seeing through that mask. So we kind of become mean to others or we push away people when they come close because we don't want them to see that facade, that charade that we're putting up. Uh, because then we are vulnerable. So is shame and guilt connected to vulnerability? Yeah, it's a lot to that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, shame and guilt in our bodies, it gets stored by our pelvic area. So uh-huh. by the lower back, by your hips, by your sex organs. So we keep a lot of anger, a lot of stress, but also a lot of shame and guilt in that area, which can create even physical conditions, sicknesses and other stuff. And then that kind of comes like this poison in our body mm-hmm. that we don't want to be connected to. And then we project it upon mm-hmm. others instead. So if you're very loud and free mm-hmm. and I'm used to repress myself and, you know, talk with a calm voice, be such a nice girl, don't feel pressure, don't be angry, all of those things. And I see you coming there and be like, ha! Mm-hmm. And I'm like... Oh, no, that is not okay to do. So suddenly I've been incorporating what maybe my mom and dad or church or society said. Nice girls don't do that. And then I will look upon you with those eyes. And if you're not centered and strong in your body, Mm. you might take that in. Like, oh, shit, I don't belong if I do like this. And then you start repressing yourself. You start hiding those parts of yourself and maybe not touching yourself anymore maybe being dishonest to yourself and others because you want to belong mm. and suddenly you also have that shame and guilt inside of you definitely i can really connect to that mm-hmm. um about not being my authentic self for several years when i've been in different constructs and i realized that I have not been myself in the way I view my family. Mm. Um, At one point in life, I was really lost. And then I started thinking my own family was too much, too loud, because we're all really a lot, a lot of fire, Mm -hmm. a lot of sounds, a lot of voice. We take up a lot of space. space. Mm -hmm. And um, my older sister, she she told me that I wasn't myself. And then I just had a rage. But then when I was finally back, Mm -hmm. coming back to myself, she looked at me and she said, Hannah, it's nice that you're back. Yeah, welcome home. Mm, And then I said, well, it's really good to be back. Mm -hmm. We started to talk about why sharing insecurities, sharing those dark and vulnerable spaces of ours is important. Mm -hmm. I mean, most of the time in society we feel like we don't belong or we try to do things to belong. 
Yeah, just to fit into a little box that nobody fits into because yeah, exactly. we're humans exactly. <laughs> and we're all different. Everyone is unique and that's yeah. that's kind of the only thing we actually have in common. Mm-hmm. And the rest is all like sometimes I say that you're born naked and then everything is a drag. Like everything you say, everything you do, how you dress, how you how you create yourself Instead of thinking that I have to be in a certain way and that peop- I just hang out with people that are the same way, if we just dare to open up, we could come so much closer to ourselves in self-acceptance and self-love. And then also your vibe attracts your tribe. Yeah, so exactly. Then you will find your people if you dare to be your authentic exactly. self. Because often we go around and we think that I like I do this life. I try to uh, manifest what I want to have. I try to create it. But if I keep on having people that I really don't feel at home with around me, I will never feel free. But if I dare to actually share my truth, to say what is hurtful for me or what I may be ashamed of, mm. suddenly I will see how others open up too. Yeah. Just like it happened with mm. me too. Or if people start talking about like, oh, in my family we have um, depression or I've been raped or anything that feels hurtful and shameful mm. that we don't want to be connected to. So if we share, we open up for everyone in my life there's been so much things that I've been ashamed of by myself but both actions but a lot has also been connected to to my body to my what I thought was my being Mm -hmm. my behavior or how how I was seen by other people so um, actually this autumn I got portrayed in a magazine where I showed my boobs. Wow, it was so beautiful. But it was so scary. At at the same time, I felt so proud mm. because um, there's like two body parts of mine that I've kind of been ashamed of a lot. Mm-hmm. And the first uh, has been my feet. I've always kind of danced a lot samba since I was a kid in high heels. I loved it, but mm. you really fuck up your feet. It's I not know, good. I know, I used to dance <laughs> samba too. I have like this samba toe yeah. that get like spasms when I wear heels today. Yeah, ta-ta. <laughs> because wearing um, mm-hmm. stockings in high heels yeah. and then dancing. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, exactly. And also you get like the feet get con- kind of contracted. And then I started to play football. And I mean, that's not either are good for your feet because you get blisters you break your toes things like that and once of course a guy told me like oh you have this like bump on your toe and I was like fuck no and you know where he didn't mean anything mean but that word made me really be seen in that shame in that part where I felt hurt and after that I kind of tried you know to to hide my feet I was ashamed of them and I disliked them so I stopped giving them love because it was painful for me and then later on I started to practice yoga and first I felt so weird because I mean everyone's barefoot and I love being barefoot I've always loved running barefoot you know feeling the earth all of that and because of that comment and because of like doing what I did with my feet I felt so uncomfortable in them 
until I started with yoga, actually, because then my feet started to, you know, the toes started to spread again, just like you have when you're kids, you know, you start having more vivid, strong feet. And I was like, yes, they are carrying me around each day. They help me shoot those amazing goals and they carry me. So I started to love them. But still, I had this kind of, you know, little resentment and I don't want to be touched on my feet. Maybe people will think they are not so nice. And the same thing was with my breast because um, I got into puberty when I was really young, like 10. And I stopped growing when I was 11 because I had severe issues with food. Uh, I did not eat, so I stopped growing, both in height and in, like, everything. And I was ashamed of my small tits. So I did not like to be seen naked. I did not like to show them. And I even, for a long time, before taking off my clothes, I kind of, you know, pushed my tits so the nipples will be hard because that's it was the only time where I actually enjoyed my breasts. And I've always been super ashamed of them. Uh, though I like speak of nakedness and being proud of your body. Uh, but of course, everyone has whatever it is in their body where they feel uh, resentment or maybe a, a dislike. Um, and for many years, I also had this thought in my head, like, should I like make something with them? Like, should I make them bigger? But at the same time, I've always been very strong in myself and felt like, no, I, I want to love my body as it is. And they give me pleasure and they it doesn't matter. I just need to like shut out those thoughts and those people that will judge me for, for like not being tall or big breasted or whatever it is. And uh, suddenly last year, this uh, photographer asked me if I could be in her like yeah how do you say in, in the papers for her and uh, I said yes and then I was like so shocked I was like what the fuck did I just say yes to be like portrayed in a magazine with my breasts nude this is like the most shameful thing I can ever do how is this possible and then I just remember no your body is actually telling you that now it's the time to let go of that shame to actually appreciate your breasts and to to show them to the world. So I, for the first time in my life, really, really started loving them fully. Hmm. Wow, that is so amazing. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. You're I'm so proud of you. Yes, and me too. I love your boobs and I love your feet and I love all of you. <laughs> and you're so perfect. <laughs> yeah, we're perfect in our imperfections. Hmm. Ah, shame and insecurities. One mm. of my um, biggest uh, hinders in life, this insecurity I had, which really took up a lot of mind space mm. in life for 10 years. It took up planning time and everything. I was so much in my head and so little in my body. Ah, and it's about, um, I have this birthmark in my forehead, quite big. Uh, so I had bangs for 10 years, but I've been thinking about my birthmark a lot more. I've never gotten bullied for it, and my family's always loved it, but it's the whole idea of wanting to be perfect. Mm. And I remember I cut this straight bang, and then a guy in my class thought that I looked like uh, Nelly Furtado, mm. 
and I was 12 at the time. So then I was thinking, oh, I'm going to grow out my bangs. And while I grow it out, I'm going to fling it to the other side than mm. which side I had it on before. So instead of like showing my birthmark, I will cover it up. Mm. And like that, I stayed for 10 years from the point which I was 12 until I was 22. I have gone scuba diving with bangs. Mm. So then I just put two bobby pins like a cross and then shit tons of hairspray. Had sex with bangs, showered with bangs, did everything with bangs. And then every summer I got a bang pan. I got a bang (laughs) pan. Yeah, like across half of my forehead from one side to the other. A bang tan. And then I moved in uh, to an apartment with uh, two other girls living in a one-bedroom apartment. And I reconnected with uh, my uh, childhood best friend. And that summer, I stopped having bangs full-time. But before Mm. that, I had stopped baby steps. We had an after party and uh, a girl from my job was like, oh, do you want to come and have an after party and chill with us? And then I said, well, yeah. And it ended up with us being six co-workers, listening to music, Mm. massaging each other's hands and feet and sharing insecurities. Mm. And then one of my co-workers, she was was embarrassed for her like birthmarks on the body. And then I was like, but wait, I have one too. And then I ah, opened up my bang and revealed it to my coworkers that I have been working with for several years. And they were like, Hannah, why haven't we seen this before? You're beautiful. You're amazing. Mm. We love it. And I was like, what? Really? You think so? And then I stopped having bangs more, but it felt like such a big thing because Mm. I didn't want it to be a big thing. But then it was like, oh, what if the world will think it's a big Mm -hmm. thing if I stop Mm -hmm. having bangs? And they will be like, oh, wow, we haven't seen that before. Mm. And I really didn't want to give attention to my birthmark. Um, But then I, you know, stopped having bangs from time to time, but I still wore bangs all the time at work Mm. until I finally stopped having bangs forever. And now I never want to cover myself up. And all of my life, I really haven't shared this with my family, never. I've always wanted to do a surgery to remove it. And so when I was a child, I used to think, oh, when I'm I'm an adult, I can just like have a surgery and remove it. And that's Mm. why I didn't give myself self-love and just kept on covering it because I was thinking, yeah, well, soon enough, I'll just get a surgery to remove it. But then there's such a big risk that um, the scar you get from the birthmark will be like so much bigger than the actual birthmark. So I never got the surgery. And I'm so glad that I got out of that situation and Mm -hmm. starting to love all of myself. And now I just feel like it makes myself more unique and more interesting mm. and special and I can be super beautiful you without super beautiful. looking like a, a replica of a Barbie doll, you know? Thank you for listening to me sharing. I really think it's important for us to to start open up in this way because mm. 
just what happened to you in this sharing thing was like a friend of yours, your coworker, she opened up. Yeah. And then suddenly you felt like I can open up too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I mean, this is just what happened at this retreat we, we were at this weekend. Mm. We had this beautiful sharing circle. And first people were more talking about things that are more on the surface mm -hmm. because often people, they don't dare to take that step because they're, we are afraid of being judged and not belong. And then suddenly someone shared a really vulnerable, deep story about themselves. And that just changed and shifted the whole room. Mm -hmm. Suddenly all the stories that came after were, were as authentic as the, as the one before, but they were talking about really heavy shit, about things that were really edgy and maybe shameful for, for a lot. So it became this healing circle suddenly healing circle and oh what a release really <sighs> opening up our hearts mm. it's time for a little midway mindfulness so as we did and we will do every show we want to give you a way of coming closer to yourself to come back to your body and what is better than to close your eyes to take some deep breaths And for a while, just give you the time and the space to just land deep within. So wherever you are, whatever you do, just give you that beautiful gift of inhaling deeply and exhaling with a sigh. <sighs> Giving yourself permission to close the eyes and allow the darkness to hold you to warm you and maybe landing with your palms together rubbing them firmly energizing them you know that we have healing hands or hands are our best friends or hands are our best lovers or hands they give they receive and when your hands are fully energized place your palms upon that body part that you feel you might not give that much love Maybe a body part where you feel resentment. A body part that you even dislike or sometimes feel hatred towards. Whatever space upon your body, or maybe it's a mental thought, an emotion, whatever it is, plant your palms and just allow yourself to breathe into that space. Just noticing that beautiful sensation of your palms touching that skin part. Of your hands landing upon yourself, holding. Without trying to do, without trying to change or understand, just feeling. Maybe you hear your heartbeat through that body part. Maybe you feel your palms becoming sweaty or you feel this sensation in your body of insecurity or disgust or maybe this beautiful relief and thankfulness. So just allow yourself to land upon yourself, with yourself. And whatever emotion, whatever feeling arises, welcome it. If you feel... Sorrow, anger, that's welcome. 
If you feel love or gratefulness, that's also welcome. Maybe giving yourself the beautiful gift of self-acceptance, of being seen, of being loved, of being honored, of being celebrated by yourself. Because if you don't give yourself that beautiful gift of presence and all that comes along, how can we expect someone else to do that for us? Allow yourself to exhale out all that shame, all that guilt, all that conditioning that's been placed upon you. And maybe you want to scream it out. Maybe you want to sigh it out with a big sigh, a big sound. And really feel how you earth your feet. How you let go of that shit that does not belong to you. Like cleaning your face before going to bed. Like taking off your clothes and unveiling. Allowing yourself to be seen in all there is. That is you. Deep breath in. So welcome back to Universe Explained. Here we're talking about shame and guilt, both upon our bodies, but also due to actions or non-actions. And the importance of sharing and creating spaces where people feel both brave enough, safe enough to actually open up. So we can heal and be more authentic with ourselves and with others. Heal ourselves, mm. to heal our surroundings, to heal the world. What we just did before was talking a bit about bodily insecurities. But there's so much more about shame and guilt that is not always due to our physical being. Mm-hmm, definitely. I mean, we're often, especially as women, we're shamed if we're too loud. We're shamed if we take pleasure or if we are not, you know, uh, helping enough or if we take too much space and those kind of things. So since we're kids, we're being taught how to behave to be a good girl. Like not screaming, not being angry, taking care of the others, sitting by the, uh, you know, crazy people in the class, making them more calm and nice and tidy, just as you. So we're conditioned in different ways to behave and to make others behave like it's my responsibility, which is not. My responsibility, just as yours, is it's just to be yourself and to allow others to be themselves. Word. Mm. Mm. So one of the powerful things with actually like showing what you're ashamed of, by doing that, you empower others to do the same. You lead by example. I often like been told and heard that, you know, don't take too much space, especially in Sweden. We have Jantelagen and, you know, you, you should just definitely, be like definitely. in between sliding there and not taking <sighs> space or not being too little or too much. And then we get, you know, obsessed or angry or stressed when suddenly someone comes and they're so quiet or they're super loud that, you know, disturbs our tranquility. Like, why do she do like that? And when we actually kind of look ourselves in the mirror, mm. 
then we can meet ourselves and maybe tell ourselves like what can i do mm. to to love myself more to, to take more space because mm. when you trigger me hannah because sometimes yeah. you do oh yeah because i want to be like i'm sometimes loud when i feel super comfortable mm-hmm. but often i'm so messed up in my head you know to make everyone feel com- yeah, comfortable yeah. to make no one feel you know bad so i can quiet myself or i give others more space so they don't you know think that i'm bad or stuff definitely and also all of those sides of yourself mm-hmm. that you see as flaws yeah that's what triggers you the most exactly. when you what you when you see in other people exactly. it really gets me bothered when i see those things which i feel are my flaws yeah. in other people exactly. then it's rage time yeah, <laughs> yeah. and we, we actually need that i mean we need to allow ourselves to be angry to like scream to to allow that f- emotions out because if we don't then we will end up you know like this boiling thing with water and suddenly there's a mm. boom bang and an explosion mm. instead of like finding spaces where to let it out Definitely. And I mean with you, I love you because you have this raw power <laughs> and you, you you allow others to be themselves fully. And that is for me it's really healing and really powerful. And sometimes I feel like I also want to like ah be that big. And sometimes I am. But sometimes that can also trigger me because I'm like ah, maybe maybe it's too much. Maybe they get like, you know, hurt or afraid of that. And then I'm like no it's just because I need to allow myself to take that space too. Yeah and when you're your authentic self and mm. you're thriving in that and you're radiating of of mm. love and sunshine nobody can f with that you know. No and I think that's that's what you just said about authenticity I think that's mm. the key because one thing is if you go into a role you know you start playing like taking space or being kind and whatever it is mm-hmm. then people feel it. People feel that you're not honest, that you're faking it. But if you are that way, you will empower others to take their own space. Like I mean like I was saying before, we're thought not to take space because we're supposed to give space to others, but that's taking their power. What mm-hmm. we need to do is take our space without stomping on other people, yeah. but taking our space and shining our light. And by that, I allow others to do the same, to dare to do the same. Hmm. So that's why I'm so proud of you. Extra oh, proud. Well, thank you. I just want to show my appreciation for that we're talking about this subject, Yandri. Mm. Uh, really, thank you for this. How can we let go of shame and guilt even more? After each program, we will publish the exercise upon our Instagram. Well, there's actually this beautiful saying that I heard. Uh, from a person called Maud Petre and it said true confession consists of telling or deed in such a way that our soul is changed in the telling it and with that said I want to like point out or enhance that when you authentically speak your vulnerable self when you show yourself it's your soul's truth and that helps you to release and to let go and only by verbalizing that you have inside of you you let go and you will feel so much freer um we hear a lot about that importance about forgiving other people uh, but how often do we actually forgive ourselves that wow. is super important mm. oh definitely 
So more than that, what we often do is that we harm uh, ourselves by treating ourselves badly, by keeping the shame and guilt. And we harm others because we start projecting things upon them Mm -hmm. or we stop allowing people to come close because we're afraid of being seen. It's like we agree to live in a certain way when we start acting in a certain way. And shame and guilt can feel very similar in both how we experience it and how we feel because we feel bad about ourselves. We feel like we don't belong and we feel disappointed in ourselves because we violated ourselves in some way. So then we have to kind of see where does this come from? Is it actually something that I should change? Mm-hmm. Or is it something that comes from my parents or from friends or you know from, from some kind of conditioning? So uh, shame is something that is really unhealthy for us because it creates a lower self-esteem. And what we need to do is we need to reinforce our self-image. The more we learn about our own shame and guilt, the more we can empower ourselves and we can grow. So what I would like you to do as an exercise is really let go of that self-criticism and that self-blame to stop your self-neglect and those self-destructive behaviors, uh, which can be abusing yourself or your body with bad food, with alcohol, drugs, cigarettes, a lot of televisions, in some way numbing yourself. Or just plainly bad thoughts. Exactly. So everything you nourish yourself with, Mm. it affects you. Food, um, touch, words, songs what you write, what you say to yourself, perfectionism, all of that. So write down things that you do to yourself that are not healthy and cut them out of your life. Mm. And you know, a little food for thought, you are what you eat. So Mm. what impressions do you feed yourselves with? Mm. Mm. Allow yourself to give you the self-forgiveness so you're fully this week so you're fully prepared for self-love and self-acceptance next week and you can find this exercise also on our instagram account at universe explained and if you have any questions don't hesitate to contact us on universe explained at k103.se next episode will be about self-love and self-acceptance. And we will also do some yoni gazing, appreciating what we have between our legs, Mm. eh? (laughs) I'm Hannah. I'm Yandri. And together with you, we're Yoniverse Explained. So turn on your listening, tune in to K103 and tap that pussy out. Mother, sister, lover, giver, human, I see you, goddess you are, perfectly perfect and complete.
You've just heard a podcast version of a radio show by K103 Gothenburg Student Radio. You'll find all our shows at k103.se. Follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Stay tuned.